0: You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. This is a
1: continuation of the message, The Mark of the Beast, literally thousands have come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior, and many revived in these last days. But what's so amazing about this word, the word pitch is not translated too many times, but it's also translated, if this don't make you shout, you just might as well admit, you're either not saved or you're backslidden. But it's translated in your King James Bible, 71 times is translated by the word atonement. Amen. Glory! Seven times is translated purge. Four times it's translated reconciliation. Three times it's translated reconcile. Three times it's translated forgive. Two times it's translated purge away. Two times it's translated pacify. Two times it's translated merciful. One time it's translated cleanse. One time it's translated disannulled. One time it's translated peace. One time it's translated put off. One time it's translated pardoned. And this particular variation of the word pitch is translated pitch only one time. You know what that means? That means that when they use that pitch, it symbolized atonement, atonement, atonement. That our sins will be covered. We would be sealed from condemnation. We never have to worry about going to hell Not that one minute, not one day. Never worry about hell again. It's a blessing, isn't it? Praise God for that. Ezekiel chapter 9, a very interesting chapter. Just listen now. We don't have time to turn to these passages. The Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. He said, I'm setting a mark on these people that are crying and sighing. These are the people that are crying and sighing over the abominations of the land. Have you ever cried out to God and said, Oh God, Oh, God, we're killing a half to a million babies a year. Oh, God, oh, God, the epidemic of sodomy everywhere. Oh, God, they're kicking God out of our schools. Oh, God, they're kicking God's name out of the government. When's the last time you cried out to God? Beg God for mercy upon this life before he utterly destroys it. The Bible said they put a mark on those that were crying. Does it bother you we're living in a wicked society? Does it bother you we're living in a loose society? Does it bother you? I mean, does it bother you? Or has your heart's grown cold, put a mark on you, all right? Just don't let it fall off now. Yes, mark for him. There, son, right there. Keep that on you now. You don't mind me putting a mark on you, do you? Of course not. There you go. Keep that mark on you now. Can I put a mark on you? I know this is a terrible illustration of what I've just read, but it's something to behold here. Can I put a mark on you? All right. God bless you. Sir, can I put a mark on you? Yeah, okay. Now make sure it don't fall off now. I'm not the Holy Spirit. So the angels were sent over the city. Now I want you men. I want you to cry and I want you to moan and I want you to sigh about all the abominations in the United States of America. Come on, I'm waiting now. Moan and cry. Come on. Come on louder now. Come on now. Moan and cry. Come on. Oh Lord, help us. Maybe we can help them out here a little bit. Come on, let's moan and cry. Come on, moan and cry. Come on, moan and cry. You complain all the time anyway. You ought to be used to it. Come on, moan and cry. Come on, moan and cry. Come on now. Yeah, we need you to cry out. We need to cry out to God. Help. Amen. Forget about God. Bless America. He ain't going to bless America while we're shedding innocent blood on this land. The angel's going to come and those that got the mark, they ain't going to be destroyed. Look at those. Now keep that on your head for a moment. Look, look at what happened to those that don't have it. He said, and to the others, those are the ones that didn't get the mark, he said, in my hearing, go ye after him through the city and smite. And let not your eyes fear, neither have you pity. Slay utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. But he said, But come not near any man upon whom is the mark. Notice here, he said, And begin at my sanctuary. Ha! Begin at my sanctuary! Hey! Judgment must begin at the house of God! Amen! Amen. We're so critical, we're so judgmental looking at the outside. Why don't we do inventory of the inside? yeah, he said those, those that didn't have the mark, he said, go ahead and destroy them. He said, start at my sanctuary. Say that boy, that's convicting right there. Start at my sanctuary. Yes, sir. Now listen, you either have two marks, you either have the mark of God because you're saved, or you're going to get the mark of the beast, or you may already have gotten some kind of Mark. Because some have been turned over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient. Say, when God gives you over to a reprobate mind, you might as well just say you got the mark. Because you ain't going to get another opportunity to be saved. You say, I can get saved anytime I want. It's not true. I wish it was true, but it ain't true. Why does it say in Jeremiah chapter 8, the harvest is past. The summer is ended. And they cried out, and we are not saved. You can't just get saved anytime you want. Now God's visiting you today. You know He's visiting you because He's convicting you. He's bothering you about this. See that He's visiting you today. But it may be too late tonight. It may be too late tomorrow. See that. So this is pretty clear. Nevertheless, the foundation of God stand ashore, having this seal. What is the seal? The Lord knoweth them that are His. <laughs> Woohoo! And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. You don't come and tell me, I got the seal, Brother Freed. Yeah, you got the seal and you're living like the devil. Don't you lie to the Holy Ghost. Don't tell me you got no seal. Don't tell me you got some seal on you when you're living like the devil. You know, when a person gets saved, they get changed. Isn't that what the Bible said? Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Yes, we don't live like we used to live. See that? We're not the old drunk we used to be. We're not the old heroin addict we used to be. Okay. We're not the old sodomite we used yes. to be. We're not the old prostitute that we used to be. We're not the old fornicator like we used to be. Amen. Right. We are changed. We are changed. That's There's right. a difference now. We hate that which we love. We love sin, now we hate it. Amen. Yeah. That's right. We hate sin. We hate sin in our life. Yes. Amen. Before I got saved, I, I was a profane person. Every other word came out of my mouth it was a four letter word. It was horrible, horrible. But when the Holy Ghost right. started to reside in me, every time I cursed, the Holy Ghost sent a shockwave into my heart, pierced my heart with conviction. Right. It wasn't long before I said my last curse word. My last curse word I ever committed that I can remember has been almost 32 years ago. See, there's a change that takes place. I don't want to desire the things I used to desire. Now I desire heavenly things. Now I desire to be in the Word of God. Now I desire to be in church. Amen. Now I desire to pray. Amen. Now I desire to love my enemies. I've been changed. That doesn't mean I'm sinless, but it means I'm going to be sinning less and less. That's what it means because I got the Holy Ghost inside me. And that Holy Ghost inside me is not going to let me do the things that I used to do. Oh no. See, the Bible says if you walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Alright? So I'm done right now. I'm done. You either gonna have the mark of God. By the way, those 144,000 gonna get the mark of God. Yeah. Revelation 7 says, And after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. Kind of sounds like Ezekiel there. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. What is he going to do with the seal? He cried with a loud voice. You don't like it loud? It's going to be loud in heaven. (laughs) Amen! Throw your stinking ear amplifiers away! You're going to have supersonic ears because they're going to be real loud for all eternity. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels. He said, To whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Now you can take those off now. I believe with all my heart that I have, no doubt, I have an invisible seal of God on me. Amen. It's in me. It's in me. Now, when we're filled with the Holy Ghost, I think amen. you could see that. I think you could see a God-fearing Christian. Yes. You can tell by their godly countenance that they're different. Yes. When they're not filled with the Holy Ghost, the shine is not as bright. Amen. But when they're filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, and they're living for God, it's shining brightly. Now, listen you got a choice to make here this morning. If you're not born again, you either already have the seal of the devil on you, and you're going to get the seal of the Antichrist in you if the rapture was to happen today, or you're one of those who have been born again and know it, and God gave you the seal of the Holy Ghost. Now, the choice is yours. Now, I like to have heads bowed this morning, and I like to have that piano player to come. I want you to play something really softly. I want to ask you this question. I'm not going to, uh, some are already coming to the altar. It's good. I want you to think about these words right now I'm about to tell you. I want you saints of God to be praying right now while she plays real softly here. Now, I don't know who you are. I really don't, I only know a couple of you people. I've got to talk to you and I've, I've learned to love you. It's a blessing to be here. But there's no doubt in my mind. I don't want anybody to leave right now unless they absolutely have to. I mean, it's an emergency. I want the saints of God to pray with your whole heart. I want you to pray for two things. Number one, God do a work in me. Then, number two, God do a work in those who are lost.
0: Powder Springs, Georgia, three zero one two seven. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. show.